Leonardo DiCaprio. He's not hot anymore, but he does some good things. Uh, okay. Um, welcome. <laughs> God damn it, Jacob. What? Um, but I told you to not start with me. I know. You were... I know, I know. Uh, welcome back to the third episode of Todd the Brain Cell, our podcast where we have um, a bunch of dumbasses in a trench coat all sharing the same brain cell named Todd. Um, that conversations. We... And awkward conversations. Oh, yeah. We talked about crime last time. This time we're going to be talking about the environment. And I mentioned last time that we have a permanent guest coming. So if you would like to introduce yourself. Hi, friends. Um, I'm Xander. So nice to meet you. Also, I apologize. I have a lot of phlegm today. So if I cough, I don't have corona. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I don't have yeah, corona. <laughs> I just... Clearing my throat. What can you tell us about okay. yourself? Because um, I said that I like D&D and I like anime girls. What can you tell us about yourself? Um, I'm in college. Ew. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm passionate about the environment, so I got to choose, uh, you know, the topic for this uh, little thing. Um, and um, I like Pokemon. I like D&D. I like stories. You do. You like stories. romance novels now. Shut I up. do not enjoy romance novels. I just happen to like that one romance <laughs> novel. Okay. So I am so sorry. No, I love fantasy. <laughs> fantasy is my favorite. I swear to God, oh, if you novels not fantasy. <gasps> if you no try to pin just the general romance genre on me, I will slap you. Um, Go on, try me. Do it. Do you want me to? No. Okay. <laughs> I think I, I was going to give you. you. I was going to give you a lot of like love tap. Something over there. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. It was just going to um, be soft, like. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, we can pretend. Little bop, little bop, bop on the cheek. Excellent. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, so we're gonna be talking about the environment today because it's something Xander's extremely passionate about. I am moderately passionate about, and I know nothing about. Yep. Um, I just know we have to start planting beans. Wheat huh? and corn is destroying the environment. Bean. Hold on a minute. <laughs> beans. Really? Are you sure you want? Because I can go on for a while. Please do. I think that I would like to learn. Okay. I would like to learn. I don't know what that is. Wow, something about the environment. I, I strongly believe everyone should be required to take a herbology class. Yes. Or herbalism class. That's the herbalism? right word. Yes, herbalism. 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 Learn how to grow okay. your own shit, number Agreed. one. Two, learn how fucking farming works. Because wheat and corn destroy the soil. You mm-hmm. need soil to grow more shit. Uh, the way that it works is like, if you plant beans and shit, uh, specifically beans, uh, soybeans, there we go, that's the word, mm-hmm. it puts nitrogen back into the soil and, like, helps it. Mm-hmm. Funny how my grandpa and my uncle are both farmers and they plant corn You know how the dust bowl happened? We didn't plant enough beans. <laughs> we had too much corn. We had too much The dust bowl happened because there wasn't enough beans. Yeah, they, <laughs> they had too much dust. They overfarmed the land uh, yes. and the soil lost its nutrient value yep. so plants didn't grow. And if yep. plants didn't grow, there was nothing to hold the soil exactly. in place. Exactly. And if there's nothing to hold the soil in place, then the wind can just pick it up mm-hmm. and everybody dies. Also, so but we're too smart to do that now. So I think fields actually no, look... We're not. Like, yeah, we are. No. In Kansas, maybe, but... Well... My family lives in Nebraska, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, no, because I've actually been, in, as a hunter, I've been in quite a few soybean fields, and they're so pretty. Not even gonna lie. Like, too bad they green. taste like shit. Um, yeah, soybeans do taste like shit. They do, too bad they taste important. like shit, but the fields are so pretty. I used to, like, I was walking through a soybean... I still, like, distinctly remember walking through soybean fields, and it was great. Um, at Kansas planting cotton now, 
Um, yeah. Yep. There's a lot more cotton being grown, so we're changing up the stuff that's going into the soil, which is really, really good. Um, yeah, but cotton's not that great. You also area. shouldn't it like isn't. plant the same shit every single year in the same plot that's, of land. You have to ship that shit too. out. That's why cotton, beans, corn, wheat, you know, all those fun things. Then, this turned into the farming episode. <laughs> sometimes they rotate it into pasture. That Sometimes they rotate it. Definitely always let the cows in and go pick up the rest of the stuff. Um, they usually do it on three rotations. It is um, um, a crop field, and then they rotate it to pasture, and then they rotate it to something else. I'm not sure what it's called, but it's just like open field where they don't plant anything, and they just don't let animals in there. It just grows wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, then they rotate it between those. Like, one of the biggest things, like, that's why up in Canada, so they, so Canada is a big uh provider of canola oil mm-hmm. and everything like that they built they uh farm a lot of canola canola or as a lot of people know it is rapeseed that's usually what it's called yeah it actually it genuinely yeah. is yeah it i'm laughing really Sometimes. hard um and everything like that though. but it's like actually like really really good for the soil and everything like that and that's why they plant so much canola is because they can grow it really easily it keeps the soil um healthy and everything like that it's great for cooking like yes that. Switching back to the environment a little bit. Did fun right. fact. Forgot about that. Whoops. <laughs> Talk about farming too long. Trees don't from Kansas. produce as much oxygen as you think they do. It's actually like it's grass, um, grass. grass, and then sea algae. Mm-hmm. Sea algae. Yeah. What's really fascinating is that algae, even though there's not as much algae as there is um, primary producers on land, mm-hmm. uh, that's just because that's how aquatic ecosystems work. Um, but there's so much that is created and reproduced and eventually eaten. But there's just so much going on all at one time that algae actually produces like more oxygen than trees. But grasses, grasses are the kinds of plants that produce the most oxygen and are typically the primary producers of their ecosystems. Do we know how much oxygen, if or if any, that moss produces? I have absolutely no clue. Gabby, a resident Google. Googler. Google. Because I know like moss lawns are really, really good for the environment and everything like that. And mm-hmm. if they can produce even just slightly lower or equal to or more than grass, mm-hmm. like Well, moss lawns are better than, you know, cut grass lawns, mostly because moss lawns are yeah. wild and they allow mm-hmm. for all sorts of different mm-hmm. animals to get in there. And so what's important is that you don't just have a regular lawn that's a monoculture some sort of crab grass. shade grass or whatever. Crab grass. Like all you Why gotta do is just add some crab grass for your lawn. I don't know. <laughs> Usually people try to get rid of crab grass. I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, re- saying, I, no, I frequently just... listen to my dad rant about the the lawn <laughs> because he is a white suburban dad. And what else is he gonna do besides talk about his grass? <laughs> That's fair. With um, the man at the grass pad. Oh, the grass pad's such a wonderful place to go. Oh, I love the grass pad. <laughs> it's high on grass. It is high the on grass. Pads, the grass pad's copyrighted. <laughs> probably. It is probably copyrighted. Um, but I remember watching a documentary because I took a student naturalist course my senior year of high school. I took it all year long because I loved the teacher and I also wow. liked hanging out with one specific snake. So, you know, and I had nothing to do senior year. So, um, could not I remember, be me. I remember watching this documentary because we were talking and it was like, Oh, I can't remember what the name of it is, but it was like from three different perspectives of one, this guy who's doing farming in the city, like city farming, you know, all city farming. Great. Like rooftop farming and stuff like that. And then another about with a Girl Scout girl trying to get, uh, make sure the Girl Scout cookies were non-GMO. And then the other one was of a completely sustainable 
energy source using uh algae and plant growth and everything like that and it was it was really really cool until you know it got vandalized and burnt to the ground obviously wonderful because people are like people are no awful get away from them they're like "Mm, ruin the environment um it's not that it's hey we're making just enough money on our own over here with all this oil and shit so mm -hmm. you know what screw you because you endanger our business a thousand percent the guy that made like the cars that could run on water 100 percent got fascinated you cannot convince me otherwise. No, yeah, he probably did. I mean, you gotta think about There's it. like this weird, like, C- CSI gun, CIA gun, that's like based on the, the shellfish poison with like a tiny, itty bitty bullet. Oh. There's a whole, like, document thing so about cool. it. Oh my god. And they found a pinprick that suspiciously looked very much like it. Oh my god. So um, he's, he got assassinated. I feel like water's not a sustainable enough resource to fuel our cars with. Are you kidding me? Water? 70% of our planet is yeah. water. No, but like, does it run on like fresh water or salt water? I, or like I think it was any just water. Well, you can desalinate the water. I know, but that takes time and money. Yes, it does take time it and money, but it takes less money, money than gasoline. It takes also pollution, the air pollution. Because but if, we you, if you're working. Spend a lot of stuff, resources on desalinated water for our own consumption, which and is already destroying a lot. If we move. If we take the money that is currently being used for oil extraction location yeah, and all that, if we just shift that over to desalination, we'd have running water running cars like that. That's a fair point. It's the same reason why if men had periods, tampons <laughs> and pads would be free. Yeah, men do have periods, we just don't bleed. We can well, talk about I this another day. Okay, anyway. We'll talk about human biology another day. We'll Did you find yes. anything out about moss? Nothing specific, but there is a moss bench in the uh, in London. Pardon? Moss yep, bench. there's a moss bench in London. Bench. And apparently it takes up one percent of the space of two hundred and seventy five trees, but does the same amount of work. So hmm. yeah, if that doesn't tell you something, yeah. um <laughs> moss is great, moss, moss is everywhere. Wonderful. Moss. Yes, guys, invest we should in like moss. take like because I have a bunch of like old salsa jars and stuff. We should make a little moss ecosystem sometime moss. together. Absolutely, moss jars. Moss jars. Moss jars. Grow on little ecosystems. Um, Everyone needs to learn how to garden. Like mm-hmm. even little tiny like herbs, like um, herbs. like basil, oregano, basil, cilantro, oregano, not weed, not not weed. sage, sage, <laughs> sage is a good one. Rosemary, not lavender, white sage, not white sage, I unless you're Native American. Then I can't tell you what to do. You're going to have exactly. to explain that in another episode. But there, we can have a whole, have a whole witchcraft episode. Witchcraft religion episode. It'll be fun. Bless you. Thank but you. But it's so easy to germinate seeds and grow phlegm? these, like, really hardy no, plants. That was Please the, do it. That yeah, we're talking about stomach. serious things. And we're sorry. Sorry. It's okay. I, I'm sorry. I also will probably burp and or sneeze or do something that should probably not <laughs> be on the body. Yeah, that's true. I'm I so I cannot hungry. wait for the robot it's overlords to just take everything over. Almost one o'clock in the afternoon. It's commit a complete genocide on humankind. What? Yeah. Okay, you know what? Let's get back to the Let's environment. Let's get back to the environment. So, um, something that I am extraordinarily passionate about is green infrastructure. Genocide was solving um, a lot of problems. Sorry. <laughs> That's the most okay, environmental would. friendly thing you can do. That, I mean, Kill like, people. population growth. What a time. Continue, Xander. Sorry, okay. <laughs> environmental infrastructure. Green infrastructure. Green infrastructure. infrastructure. Um, so, something... The thing that is probably going to be the most beneficial 
for cities and all sort of urban areas is the introduction of green spaces. So that could be green roofs where you plant native plants on roofs. It could be more parks, more wild areas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But other things that you can do, I mean, solar panels, it's like solar panels, they're relatively cheap. Um, They used to be so expensive. It's like, you know, um, DNA reading, DNA, like genetic coding used to be so expensive. And like over time, it's just gone down. Like they're literally... There are companies that you can send your genetic code to so that they can, like, tell you it. Genuinely, they have been... I was doing some research on this the other night because I was like, hey, I wanted to learn more about cloning. They've literally cloned actual human beings at this point. And Mm -hmm. so, and, like, cloning with plants nowadays, I literally cloned plants in my backyard. Yeah, cloning with plants is easy because plants... Some plants are made to clone, especially C3 plants. Or no, C4 plants. C4 plants are grasses and they have a hot better. Sorry. Um, letters and numbers. Yeah, yeah. So there are three kinds of plants. Typically, you have C three plants, which are your trees. Um, they have a photosynthetic crossway, pro pathway. Jeezleys, I cannot. Yeah, with the speech department. Uh, <laughs> um, but C three plants have a photosynthetic pathway that creates a uh, three carbon um, sugar molecule in the end as their end product. C4 plants, which are typically your grasses, are um, have a path, photosynthetic pathway that creates a four-carbon um, sugar. And then you have cam plants, which are your cacti, um, most succulents, and everything else like that. And they follow the C4 pathway, but instead of um, instead of doing everything at once, they split up um, the photosynthetic reactions and the uh, light independent direct. Fuck, I cannot see. <laughs> the photosynthetic reactions and the light independent reactions wow. during the night and the day. So they work on a daily cycle. That was a lot of information. I, that was a lot of information taken. I feel like I just went through an entire semester of biology. Oh, yes, that's, that's what I learned. Um, can I passionately talk about wind turbines for a moment? Yes. Okay, because I cannot they tell birds. you guys. <laughs> they don't. They uh, um, so, no, <laughs> okay, I genuinely am so passionate about wind turbines to the point where I literally, for Christmas, I know I didn't get it, but I asked for a wind turbine plushie. I love wind turbines so <laughs> much, and I genuinely, like, when I'm driving to school, because driving from home up down to Wichita, it, I pass a bunch of wind turbines, and they make me so immensely happy that I scream in my car, <laughs> because I love wind turbines for no reason other than the fact I love them, and... Oh my god, sorry, I did an entire project on wind turbines in chemistry of sophomore year of high school. Don't ask me why. Okay. Oh, I was talking about nuclear wind turbines, that's why. Um, my grandparents live maybe like half an hour from a wind farm, because um, they live in like southeastish Nebraska, and so we drive just like half an hour down to Kansas um, to see the wind turbines just for fun. Exactly, I love it. Like you no. can see like the lights blinking. And did you guys? They started making one-bladed wind turbines that do Ooh. the exact same work the as the fun? three-bladed wind turbines. They started. How does that work? I don't know. But just go fast. I'm it, not a physics person. To I feel ask like me. I don't want to hear the word I, physics come from your I mouth ever like again. If it had one, it would like fling itself around. I, <laughs> I mean, there's, I like know. a bolt in front, so it just goes fast. No, well, yeah, that's the whole thing. Is they made it so it's like. They've been prototyping this, and there's a few up somewhere, and I can't... It's not in Kansas. There's a few up somewhere, and it's either... Uh, I'm pretty sure. And they started... Or they might have been teared down, torn down, because they didn't work. But they started prototyping one-bladed 
um, wind turbines that do the same work as three-bladed wind turbines. Ooh. And it's absolutely... Efficiency. Oh my god, it's so amazing. And they take up a it's lot less space with one blade nice and everything like that. And, and it's a lot less, less money make. to make. And it's in the... Oh, I love wow, wind look turbines. Look at that bad boy. Yes. I know! It just... Oh, those. I've seen those. You guys get to see where you'll see my arm. Just, <laughs> yeah, for your information, we looked up uh, what they look like, and they kind of look like, um, you know, like oars that are on the canoes, where it's like, you know, those like big paddles, and then like the little, small little mm-hmm. stick. That's what it looks like. That's I was just the... gonna say a windsock that spins around the pole. What? That... A windsock that spins around the pole. That's what it looks like. I love windsocks as well. I have. Don't windsocks ask me so why weird. windsocks. Are... I am so excited whenever I see a windsock. I so mean, like driving by they the airport, down... I can't lie. I mean, driving I down, I so I understand could... why the windsock would be. <laughs> um so i actually uh my boyfriend and i we wrote we drove oh. down to spirit airline headquarters because that's down in wichita and everything just like to that. be clear i'm not her boyfriend but we did date in middle school we did Twice. wow <laughs> <laughs> so uh <laughs> no, you can cross that off your uh bingo sheet no, kids take a shot <laughs> Um, Every like, time they mention that they dated in middle school. Oh, take a shot. You'll be so drunk. Um, uh, you will literally get alcohol poisoning. So Sorry, guys. It's okay. Well, we drove down to Spirit Headquarters oh, and the amount of wind socks I saw. First of all, I love airplanes. I love aircraft and everything like that is something I've been very passionate about. I plan on getting my pilot's license so I can become a fourth generation pilot Ooh. in my family. Um, yeah. Are you an air sign? No. Yes. Ooh. I'm air or water. I don't remember. What is it? Libra. It's air or I water. I don't know any I'm very curious. Now. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, we'll continue talking about the environment. Um, so, talking <laughs> about. Okay. Yes, I am an air sign. Mm. Yep, that makes sense. Funny. 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 I literally. Uh, I love uh-huh, aircraft funny. and drones. I, I'm very bad at driving drones, by the way. Smacked them to the, right into the lockers at school all the time because on my robotics team, I would, I would get with drones. But I could fix drones. I fixed over like ten drones in one night one time. And You're a robot amazing. lady. I am a robot woman. Oh my god! But okay, so I have this thing where I get really upset when people say eco friendly because it should be eco conscious and not eco friendly, mm. and I don't. It makes me upset. I don't know. Really Elaborate please. to me the difference, please. So eco-friendly, there's nothing that's entirely eco-friendly because no matter what, we're destroying our planet in some way, shape, or form with everything that we do. Whereas eco-conscious mm-hmm. is where we're conscious trying to make the like littlest impact that we possibly can. And you're conscious about what you're doing and trying to make the smallest impact, even and though... Minimizing no matter, the waste along the Minimizing the waste. You sound like my mom talking about the difference between social distancing and physical distancing. But she gets more upset about it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I just had to bring that up. Okay. Because um, I kind of hate that my mom does that. Sorry. So, it's... Okay. It's, <laughs> your mom's not my mom. Okay, I hate my mom. <laughs> Please don't hate your mom. We all hate Just our moms. Just a little bit. We're going to have an episode about how much we hate our moms. Can we no. also talk about how oh, much we hate so our dads? Sorry. We can talk, I could go on forever. We can, oh, we can talk we about can, our parents. We, we can, can have a parent episode. episode. We can have a parent episode or just a family episode where we talk about, hey. Oh, my God. No. Talk about my sister. Okay, you know what? Let's continue talking about the environment. We're literally only bartender. Yes. He's 15. Continue. Uh, You've been waiting. Green, green infrastructure? Yeah, green infrastructure. There is uh, both eco-cement and there's also green concrete now. Yes. Yes. What? Green so there's colored. so... I Minecraft, love Minecraft came up that years ago. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I it be love 
like all the innovations that you know cities are coming up with like they're um uh, uh, there's porous concrete, so um, instead of uh, water eating away at the sides and eventually creating sinkholes, the water will just sink through the concrete and it will just permeate into the soil below. Um, I absolutely love rain gardens. Rain gardens are so cool. I have a rain garden in my backyard, and what it does is that it captures the runoff from the surrounding area, and using native plants, it, dir- it directs the water back into the ground rather than having it run off into the street or something. Fun fact, um... Before COVID happened, we did in, sorry, Herbalism 2, we made a rain garden for the school. Oh, so that, awesome. yeah, that Our greenhouse is ugly rain for a while. Used to be blank. There's now a rain garden. Yes, there's a rain garden there. It was so much fun. I remember walking through the gardens and everything. So we had to do pictures. So I had to take pictures of different insects and animals and stuff like that for my class. Walking through it, they, you guys made it look so pretty at the end of the school year, like before that whole thing happened. Honestly, it was was so, the greenhouse also was so ugly no, before and now it's imagine nice. people taking care I'm of the so greenhouses at their school it's oh, disgusting could not be us yeah it's probably so um, fun fact you will save so much fucking money uh if you get if you build a rain garden genuinely you will save so much money in infrastructure like when a flooding it's happens. also one of those money like also speaking of water and stuff yes. like that and like saving money on water obviously water bills aren't that expensive but using like potato water and pasta water that's unsalted do not pour salt on your plants they will die um and everything why why did you look directly at me (laughs) (laughs) i was looking at gambit actually gambit's on my wall um but no unsalted pasta water and unsalted potato water absolutely the most one of the most amazing things that you can do for your plants also if you hear you say unsalted pasta gabby's right there Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, trust me. I salt my pasta water all the time. Okay. But, like, it's one of those things that if for some reason you were doing your recipe, because sometimes recipes do not call for it, and that's mm. okay. Because they add it in pasta. later. Gabby looks so distressed. <laughs> um, but, and everything like that, um, uh, it's really good for your plants. Also, if you, like, eat a lot of fish, throwing out your fish skins and scraps into your garden. Really also, good. Also, eggshells and egg coffee, shells. Uh, coffee grounds. grounds. There we yep. go. Composting bins. I'm having a stroke. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Me. Um, That's but I like my dad and I used to garden all the time and everything like that in the backyard and it was wonderful and we don't do it anymore but that's okay um we did not have the soil we have a lot of red clay in our soil out here that's yeah. a Kansas thing. There's so much red clay everywhere. Yeah, yeah, but if you pick plants that are native to the area, they deal with it. Exactly. Really well, nice well we grew corn, pumpkins, potatoes, tomatoes, all the that, mm-hmm. we still made it work. Mm-hmm. It was great. Sorry. Are you enjoying yourself? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know if like they're allowed right now with COVID going on. But there are public gardens. They yes, exist. our community garden. We have two really mm-hmm. nice community gardens downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, one off of Main Street. It's not called Main Street, but I'm not going to say the name of the street. Yeah, I know. It. Uh, I know the Main Street, and then there's about. one over where the library used to be yeah. um, across mm-hmm. the street from that, ele- or down the street from that elementary school. You know the, yeah. the church is, like, right across? Yeah. That's where we were doing... um. Again, herbalism. Mm-hmm. We went over and helped her like pick out the potatoes and shit, oh, so there would be like room. Mm-hmm. Then we even expanded it out. Literally Very at nice. school right now because I don't go to the dining hall and everything like that. And in my dorm, I have a special type dorm. I'm in a suite, and so that means I have a kitchenette. Lucky. <laughs> I not lucky in ways of debt. Um, oh. but I wasn't about to stay in Shocker Hall. Um, so what? <laughs> I I'm gonna be moving in. You are gonna be. Moving I'm gonna in. be sharing a single dorm with someone and i have um she's i i'm gonna have a public bathroom 
Ew, 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 so, ew, ew. If you're lucky, you'll just horse. be like moving with their boyfriend or girlfriend all the time like Autumn That's true. Yeah. Woody's, no, he's no. not like that. Yeah, Woody's not like that. I move in in January, and I, Are they an incel? I still don't know my room's no. home. Okay, no. love that for you. So, I was worried. Um, no, but he, at he's school, very smart. Anyway, okay. Um, at school, is he cute? Stop you from being a creep. <laughs> is he gay? That's the better question. I, I, Let's. That you just don't go up to someone and be like, "Are you gay?" <laughs> Trust me, if I have a rumor, I'm going to find out. I know you are. Um, moving, um, so okay. what I was talking Back about was, the environment. this is why all the gays are single. This is true. Uh, well, it's not that simple, Gabby. <laughs> we have a lot of trauma. I know, I have the trauma. We all have the trauma. We all have a lot of little, little bit of trauma. Okay, yes. back to the environment. Right. As I was saying, so with school, I don't eat at the dining hall anymore. Therefore, I keep a lot of food in my suite. That way I can make meals in the microwave and the quesadilla maker I have. Are you sprouting potatoes? Yes, okay. that's what I'm talking about. So I make baked potatoes all the time in the microwave, and I make mashed potatoes all the time because I don't like buying the box shit because it doesn't taste right. That's true. Piss me off. <laughs> um, I am definitely, like, a slut for home cooking. Um, <laughs> As you should be. Thank you. Um, mm. But I keep my potatoes, obviously, in a dark, cool place in a bin. I take them out of the bag. If you take them out of the bag, they last longer. Um Put them in like a plastic bin in a dark place, dark cool place. Either way, I pull out my potatoes one day because I hadn't eaten potatoes in like a week. Potatoes keep for a long time, so it doesn't matter. And I just look at one of them and it's sprouting, and I'm like, mm. I wonder what I can do with this. <laughs> and I left it there. I like spritted some water on it, and then I left it there. So we'll see when I get back to school if it died or if it's I have potatoes. Oh, oh. All right, would you get them from like, the store or? I got them from the store. Yeah. Don't you need to throw them out? Why? Because there's a thing. Where they're actually poisonous. Perfect. If they're from the store. Perfect. Poisonous potatoes. I, Minecraft came up with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. Oh my goodness. Um, oh, my is yours please don't eat it. The but environment yeah. is yours. If you can, eat at home. If you make your own meals, you're using less waste than, you know, most other places. I mean, really what it is is that just use what you need and don't get more than that. Mm-hmm. Or if you cook at home, you can control your portion sizes too exactly mm-hmm. and that's yeah. like so obviously i'm a college student i go out to eat quite a bit in general but like easy things that like you can do to like reduce number one waste. obviously you can bring your food home if you want but also reducing like obviously plastic waste isn't the only waste that we should be worried about but it is a big factor so like with you know straws cup lids and getting Actually, at this point, it's better to get styrofoam cups than to get plastic cups because the thing that they had in styrofoam originally that made it not biodegradable has been taken out and they've revamped styrofoam. Hmm. So styrofoam cups are one of the better ones to get nowadays. Um, and they keep your drink cooler for longer. You don't waste it because you're like, ew, it's warm and gross. Yeah. Um, and everything like that. Not getting a bag when you go to Quick Trip and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Reusable shopping bags I mean, and stuff like that. Food waste specifically accounts for 30% of, uh, mm-hmm. landfill, uh, mass. But, um, you know, the argue, the clear argument is that, um, pre-consumer waste from factories and businesses is always going to outweigh post-consumer waste. Mm-hmm. Always. Uh, factories, businesses are the largest polluters. I mean, if you think that you're going to make a large difference by switching to paper or something like that, you're not. What you need to do is to, uh, I mean, yes, you should absolutely do that because, um, pollution, plastic pollutants are a very real thing. And most of that comes from post-consumer waste. 
So it's the bags that you have around your burgers that just get tossed to the wind or the straws that somehow make their way to the Gulf or whatever. But realistically, fight for change. Don't just, I, I hate it when people are like, oh yeah, it's like I'm, you know, making a big difference and I'm like choosing to, you know, live sustainably and whatnot. It's like, if you're going to live sustainably, you need to make sure that everyone is. And then you can do that with your vote. You can do that in general elections. You can do that and be educated and educate others too. And so if you are able to educate yourself and realize and know which companies pollute what and what exactly happens um, during their uh, um, processes, you can help to stop them too and hold them accountable for the waste that they've been pumping into the world. Yeah, it's like something like a hundred companies or like the hundred big companies are like 70% of the pollution in the entire world and mm -hmm. it's like down to a hundred companies. Yeah. And, and that's insane. It is insane. And going back to the landfill waste and everything like that, because everyone's like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm not doing anything. I'm like, if even if I'm not throwing plastic away, I'm throwing away this food waste or whatever. Yeah, that's okay in general, except for the fact that you're throwing it into a plastic trash bag. That plastic trash bag can't biodegrade. It gets stacked up in a landfill and nothing can biodegrade nothing or can. photodegrade because plastic actually photodegrades. And that's why it's really bad for the, that's another big reason why it's bad for the environment. So since plastic photodegrades, it basically melts all the chemicals of the plastic in itself into the system and ruins the ground, the plants around it and everything mm -hmm. like that. And then it makes it harder for the food waste to biodegrade and everything like that because it's stacked up so high. That's why it's like, okay, find a solution for tra trash bags. There are a lot of biodegradable trash bags out there, which that is an, a thing that is not seen as a really, 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 that could be a really huge difference. Get a tote bag. Get a tote bag. Full bag. Well, yeah, but when Get you're, but when you're at, like, you have to throw, like, there's going to be stuff you have to throw away, but getting a biodegradable bag will allow your food to spread out and eventually, hopefully, try and biodegrade a little bit more. Yes and no. If it's going it's, to the it's landfill, good. it's not going to biodegrade at all. What no. they found is that, uh, it's really cool. They did this study where they went back to landfills that had been covered up and, you know, put as, like, parks and whatnot. So they dug into the ground, like, 70 years worth of um, landfill, and they found that they could read the newspapers. Nothing, they found that nothing biodegrades because in most American landfills, they have a thick plastic lining at the very bottom. They fill it up with, um, you know, your waste, whatever it is. They pack it down with mulch and dirt. That's where your, um, that's where your lawn waste goes. It gets mulched up and put over, um, the waste in landfills. And then they put another sheet of plastic over it. And they just keep layering, layering that and layering that over and over again. So you have these plastic layers and everything is trapped inside of them. Literally giant Tupperware containers. Yes. Nothing breaks down in there. It's nothing more than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just the way it is. But nothing breaks down in there. And mm -hmm. that's what they've discovered. What would be really cool, even though it's so completely far-fetched, but they should like somehow just make a machine that like hunts elements like and just like have have it just have a go what, at like what in the dungeons and dragons? <laughs> no, is no. Like, um, I forgot what it is exactly, but it's some kind of like worm or sea animal, and it eats plastic. Yeah, there's yeah, a uh, beetle larva that um, eats styrofoam, and there's um, another kind of uh, maybe I don't remember, I, but it, there is it, something it is else. A worm that eats 
plastic. I know exactly what you're talking just, about. Like, breathe, like, millions of That's what they're planning on doing is they're trying to turn them into, quote, super worms. They're trying to get them big enough so they can eat enough plastic waste and breathe them. That way... They're going to make, like, giant worms. Yes, basically, they're making giant worms. Mm-hmm. That way that. they can eat up the plastic waste and everything like that. I do feel like there's a movie about that. And then we can eat the worms. Yes. Huh? <laughs> you got you got to close the cycle. Exactly. Absolutely not. I mean, there's definitely different cultures that eat worms and yes. bugs for protein. Oh yeah, and that is not me. And that's okay, like crickets are a big thing. Cricket flour, very very good source of protein. So also bugs, best source of protein because they take a fraction of what it takes to make some sort of cow or pork or chicken. Uh, you get the same amount of protein for much less of the environmental footprint. Okay. Oh. You know what's insane? Yes. I'm going to talk about cows in a minute. Yeah, cows. Corn, um, 70% of all corn grown in the United States goes to cattle feed. That is so fucking messed up. You know why? I'm going to talk about cows and farmers in a Because y- we have all this food waste. Cows can eat that food waste. Literally any livestock pigs. will eat that food waste. Pigs. Yes. P- pigs, pigs are love food waste. They love food waste. Sheep um, do as well. Japan is really good about using its food waste and feeding pigs. I mean, they have done entire studies about feeding pigs specific um, kinds of foods and seeing what the pork of that tastes like afterwards. But it's like, we're, we have all this waste and we are using 70% of our land that we grow corn on to feed cows, which then feed us. It's incredibly inefficient. So speaking of cows, real quick, I'm going to talk about dairy farmers. We're getting into this now. Dairy. dairy farmers. Dairy farmers is a big controversial thing, especially with vegetarians and vegans. So, dairy farmers. Completely misconstrued about everything like that. You do see little calves walking around with spiked nose rings, basically. That is because They're they are... Calves. Well, yes. But that's because they are hurting their mothers. People don't understand that dairy farmers care immensely for their cattle. There are the odd ones out there that are bad, obviously. But they care immensely for their cattle and everything like that. Calves are mean to their mothers. Genuinely. They are like, as soon as they are out of the womb, they turn into teenage brats. They will bully and beat up their mothers to get milk and everything like that. And those stop that from happening. They don't want their cattle dying. They don't want the mothers dying and everything like that. Number one, monetary reasons. But number two, because they do love their cattle. And so they have to stop that from happening. And, you know, people could argue, oh, it didn't used to be like that. Yes, it did. Chill. You just never knew. And then the second thing is, is everyone's like, oh, they take the babies away from the mothers and, you know, or they, 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 whatever that they do that because of that. And then the second thing I was going to say is that they are like, oh, they over milk the cows. No, they don't. There's a specific breed of dairy cow that all dairy farmers use pretty much to this day that create an overabundance of milk specifically made so we can give it to humans and they can create up to eight gallons of milk a day. And so they do need to be milked every single day or else they will get Exactly. That's why they need to be milked every single day. And it's not hurting them. If we do not milk them, they will die. Cows are meant to be milked. Genuinely. Because everyone's like, oh, they, they, you know, give it to the babies. The babies drink maybe what half a gallon, a gallon of milk a day. That's still seven other gallons sitting in that mother that is going to lead lead to getting her to get infections Mm -hmm. and die. And so they need to be milked because it's a certain breed of cow and people don't understand that. So same way with like how uh, sheep need to be sheared. Sheep Mm -hmm. do need to be sheared. Yes. And like if they do get nicked, their skin produces this oil that automatically just like not fixes it but just you know helps it heal it's like neosporin basically yes that's what's really wild is that um typically we only grow one species of a particular plant 
like corn. Um, most of the corn that you see, uh, like, you know, on commercial markets or anything, it's all the same. It's the same species. Yep. And I find that so insane. The, the need for creating food. I mean, I, I am all for GMOs simply because we need to feed our growing population. I mean, we could feed our population now if we were wise about it, but we're not. No. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that our need to feed our growing population has narrowed our focus and thus resulted in a lack of biodiversity in mm-hmm. our food, mm-hmm. which is insane because if you have all these different species, you increase the biodiversity, you increase pollinators, and most importantly, you differentiate the kind of nutrients that are inside them. Yep. I mean, and that's like another thing is like, it's uh, what I was going to say as well. So being in off of that is that there is such a desire, like there's basically like two kinds of corn grown in is corn fit for human consumption, corn fit for cow consumption and fuel making because corn is a huge thing. I know that's ethanol. Um, Yep. And, but farmers have such a deadline that they have to make nowadays and everything like that. They're going to grow what's easy, what's fast. And that's why we only do, like, that's another reason why we only do one species of certain things is because it has to be fast. It has to be efficient. And, and it top, has to, like, we just have to do it. We have to be able to produce copious amounts of it. And on top of that, that's why we have monocultures. Um, you see rolling fields of corn, wheat, soy, whatever. It's not supposed to be like that. I mean, that is the sole cause for loss of habitats is because we have all of these farms that, you know, plow down ecosystems so that we can plant one kind of plant, which is insane. And what it does is that, as we said earlier, it strips the soil of its nutrients and it creates a lack of biodiversity in the surrounding fauna. Yep. So going on to different ways that we can help that, one thing, compost bins. Yes, they smell. Get over it. It's going to be like that. Put it in the back corner of your backyard. Who cares if the animals get into it? Let them eat. Who cares? That's why I live by the motto, fuck the HOA. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because my HOA doesn't allow, like, rain barrels, sheds, compost, milk. We can't put up any, like, outside structure from our Also, add it being illegal to flush rainwater in some states, by the way. That's so weird. Literally, (laughs) why? That's so stupid. Because it looks ugly. The HOA can't, like, do anything about it, though. Yes, they can. can. What the fuck? They can fine you a lot. Oh, shit. You Um, sign a contract when you move into an HOA neighborhood that says, hey, we are going to comply with whatever the HOA says, and the HOA says that they can change their terms at any given time. Yep. Can you, like, get out of that, or is nope. it, like, soul-binding? Nope. It is so Like, if you live in that neighborhood, you have to have a contract with the HOA. Oh Eat the God. HOA. Eat the HOA. <laughs> then, <laughs> Eat uh, the rich. The contract only ends when you move. That sucks. Mm-hmm. And, so you pay, and you pay... To you pay, HOA you pay them money to tell you what to do. I'm so basically. glad I'm not white it's enough like, to be part of the HOA. It's like, it's like a, Even though I am white. It's like a city <laughs> council or like, like a school district council, but like for your neighborhood. Oh, whether thing. you pay them money for them to tell you what to do. Basically, you do I don't think I live in an HOA neighborhood. Probably not. Yeah. No, no you have a rain garden. You do not live in an HOA yeah. neighborhood. But like, I have to, we have to like, ask them if we can change the color of our house and then they have to approve the color that we want to change it to that's so weird. so they can tell you when to put up your christmas lights uh-huh they they have rules about when you can and can't um have your christmas lights up um and they all. have if you if you want to build a deck in your backyard you we had to ask for approval to build our deck 
Um, no one should sign HOAs. Yeah, no, they so what I'm hearing is that you just to. don't move to an HOA neighborhood. That's well, a lot of newer neighborhoods. Yeah, um, all pretty so much all new neighborhoods. It's basically so, impossible. To live all like suburb neighborhoods, well, pretty much like, in general. Like, let's when say you move into a new neighborhood. That's HOA. You don't have to sign that contract. Yes, you do. Yes, in order to do. live in that neighborhood, yes, you That's do. That's bullshit. That sounds illegal. It. That sounds illegal. It sounds illegal. Welcome to America. They have the same things in every, like, in all, like, a lot of different countries. They have No, no, I, I'm just talking about, it's like, that okay, sounds illegal. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. buy an old school bus. Yeah. You refurbish the old school bus, and then you just drive around. I love tiny homes. I love tiny homes so uh, much. Tiny homes. I, tiny tiny homes. I was trying to tell, neither could I. Um, sorry, we were so, talking about sorry. very different things. We were all are talking about I, I was trying to talk. So, no, sorry. you're it's fine. Good. It's my podcast. selfish impulses. It's, no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it you is. You probably just felt awkward. I did feel awkward because I have no idea what's going on. I'm not um, so, talking about solutions and stuff like that, going back to compost bins. Obviously, they actually do have counter countertop uh, compost bins mm-hmm. for those who live in HOA neighborhoods, and they are like wow. completely sealed, so the smell does not get out and anything like that. Yeah, except when you open it. Well, except for when you open it, but that's like yeah. you're prepared. Yeah, <laughs> you're prepared with a scentsy. And it has that suit. And it has that suit. But it's important with compost bins. Make sure you like if you're going to compost. A lot of people don't realize. Turn it. Turn it. Turn it. Turn it. Dear God, turn it. <laughs> because if you just leave it there, it's not going to do anything. It'll create a little bit, and then all of a sudden, no. Also, put leaves in it. Leaves mm-hmm. are important. Um, so, you know, when you're bagging up your leaves, keep some. They're very useful. Dried leaves are very, very useful. Um, other things that you can do, as Xander said, voting, making sure, trying to make a change politically. Oh, yeah. And I've got a lot to say about that. Uh, we will have a whole episode no. on politics at some point. Oh, well, I meant not that. I meant, oh. like, like, because, like, sure, educating people is really good. But there's still a lot of people that will either not understand or will refuse to listen Mm -hmm. to that education. And so, like, the biggest thing that you can do is put people in power that will fight for that change and then keep those people in power because that's basically the only way you're going to get anything done. Yep. Mm -hmm. Whether it's the environment, whether it's racism and discrimination, sexism, all of it. It's just putting the right people in power is basically the only thing you can do. Absolutely. Um uh oh um garden grow your own food it's fun it's something to do to keep yourself occupied during quarantine and honestly it's healthier for you it's very um, rewarding if you can afford it go to the farmer's market that's another thing. Oh, um, I love good farmers market. Oh, guys, we should go to the farmers market this summer together. Summer Wake up at seven a.m. Go to the farmers okay, market. I love that. I, I go to the farmers market. Early. They are grandma. Early. Yes. It's great. Um, so speaking of growing your own food and stuff like that, people are always like, okay, it's not growing season. You can grow garlic in the winter. Garlic is a winter plant. Mm-hmm. You can grow it in the winter. It's super easy to grow. You can grow a ton of it. Garlic it's, is so weird. I love garlic. Oh garlic my god. It is a strange creature. <laughs> I love garlic. It's a strange um, creature. Gardening isn't as hard as you think it is. It's Canning is not keeping, as hard as you think it is. Keeping the plant alive is the hard part. It's, mm-hmm. but there's so many great resources online oh, nowadays absolutely. and everything like that. It's just wonderful. You would be surprised. Like, it's amazing. I, I, I dream of a world and this is what I'm passionate about. This is what I want to go into. I want to, I want to make sure that everybody has the opportunity to, you know, have a garden. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to have a rain barrel. I want people to be able to be slightly sustainable on their own mm-hmm. because that's, the only way that we're really going to make sure that we're reducing our waste is that if everybody is able to do these things as a part of their daily lives where they don't have to think about it and they just do it. 
And that's like another reason why I want to become a teacher. Like obviously I want to become a teacher for X and X and X. But another thing is I distinctly remember in um like first grade or something like that, we did a project where we got a bunch of different things. We buried them underground to see how they degraded and everything like that. I saw a bunch of other kids at other element because I went to a poor ass elementary school. Um too, yeah, I know. We both did. We went to the two poor elementary the schools in the area. <laughs> um and then we all went to the poorest middle school. Yeah. Um and then somehow I ended up at the rich high school, and I don't know how that happened. Um, I still went to the poor high school. So. <laughs> I loved the poor high school, so I don't know what you're it talking about. It was great. It um, really was. It was a time. <laughs> but um, being able to, like, teach, like, because I remember seeing a lot of other kids, like, they would garden with their class. It's a big thing is, like, being able to, like, teach kids how to plant stuff. Like, when I worked at my, uh, at daycare, like, um, in the daycare center I work at currently, they have tomato. They have a ton of plants growing in the back uh, playground area. They have a bunch of tomato plants. The kids love weeding it. They love picking out the ripe tomatoes and eating them just right off the vine and everything <laughs> like that. And so it's like a really fun skill to teach kids, and they love it because number one, well, you get to dig in the dirt. I mean, come on, <laughs> and then you get to play in water. You oh, love it. I love water. I know you love Hate water. Dirt. I know you love do. water. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> yes, and that's. Um, I know it my, is. That's the whole idea. My uh, my grandma has this huge garden in her backyard, and so you know when my brother and I were growing up, we would um, we would tend to her garden, and she would always like ask for help and whatnot. Um, and so it's like our reward at the end of the day would be able to like pick things off the vines, like yes. peas. I love peas that are just peas fresh are so off the vine. Good. They're so okay, yummy. I hate peas in general, but peas off the vine. Oh, oh my so god Wonderful. i love it like i want to be that person so there's what we call the crazy lady up the street um she her front oh, and backyard completely covered in plants and garden just all different things she's and the her, witch from into the woods yes but like i want to be labeled as that crazy person and it also ties in a lot with my witchcraft and stuff like that anyway so i'm like okay let's do it oh my you god know? you're gonna be the witch from into the woods I, uh, amazing. <gasps> i'm so excited <laughs> Okay. Oh, did I mention I love musical theater? Sorry. You should also know that about me. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so do you have anything else? You look like you you have two things? Tell us. I found things about the potatoes. Oh, the potatoes. potatoes. I forgot. Poisonous potatoes. potatoes. I do not recommend planting store-bought potatoes because they carry so much plant diseases that they can literally ruin the soil and the diseases can spread through the soil to other plants. So if you have a garden, don't do store-bought plant potatoes. I'm growing them under my cupboard. (laughs) (laughs) If you're doing, like, a single pot, it should be okay. The problem is, again, they carry diseases. They stay in the soil. Don't have anywhere else to go. Genuinely potatoes. Oh, speaking of potato farming, I watched an entire documentary on potato farming and how the disease spreads and everything, and that's what caused... The secondary cause to the Irish potato famine is because plant potato farming is one of the hardest things to farm on the planet. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of the amount of disease and it will yep. affect other potatoes and everything like that, the same disease that they will produce, they will die from yep. mm-hmm. and everything like that. And that's why you constantly have to be doing it's literally it's rocket science to plant it to grow potatoes <laughs> yeah. professionally. It genuinely it's is. Really Continue. I cut you off. You're fine. Um, so if potatoes. you're if you're going to plant potatoes, I'd recommend getting them from. Um, again, farmer's market or, uh, you could probably ask around in public gardens if they're like hand growing it. And then two fun story about gardening. 
We planted mint leaves. This tiny little bushel, like, literally could have been more than, like, ten, ten mint leaves. When I was, like, eight years old with my grandma. What kind of mint? I have no clue. It was just right. mint. It smells like mint. Tastes I love like mint. mint. I love mint. 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 Well, I know, but we have, like, a peppermint mint, but we also have, like, a spearmint mint. They are different. I don't know. It's, mm. like, green, edgy mint. Okay. If so it's like, edgy mint, it's spearmint. It's spearmint, then. Oh, okay. We'll come smell your mint. Tea. We'll smell your mint. <laughs> I love you know? smelling mint. Just, like, rubbing tomato leaves. Oh, yeah, I hate tomatoes, nice. but I love smelling tomatoes from the tomatoes. I love rubbing up on my plants. Yep. <laughs> Okay. Even anyway. never taking care of these mint plants, they have spread. They cover up to like the stairs, all the way down to like the edge of the driveway. I love that. It's every we tried getting <laughs> rid of it. No, I love mint. <laughs> We've tried to get rid of it because like some of it is disease. So like last, I think last summer I went out, pulled all of it up. Guess what? It's back. It's here to say. It yeah. said I lived, bitch. Well, is it still disease? Some of it is, but other ones are fine. Plants. Yeah, just poke out all the disease ones and eventually come. Hopefully, plants that spread like that are really difficult to get rid of. Because mm-hmm. um, in our old house before we moved, um, in our backyard we had like two banana trees, and by Kansas. the time, yeah, they didn't grow. Ban- they didn't grow bananas, <laughs> but we had banana trees. Okay, and by before we moved i think maybe like a year or so um like the entire line of our backyard was just like a wall of banana trees i don't know if any of you remember that I don't i've only been in your backyard like twice at your old place so no yeah so, i vaguely remember your old house yeah so we just had like this line of like like 15 to 20 banana trees just in our backyard and it was such a hassle because we would have to hack them down every year so that they wouldn't, so they, cause they would die, cause they're banana trees in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> we had to like hack them down so they would grow back every year. Oh, it was so weird. Yeah. I, I don't know why. That's like why them. planting wildflowers, just like random wildflower seeds, so dangerous because they are impossible to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are such an invasive species. Like they, like if it is, if you're planting seeds that are not native to your area, watch them fucking closely, especially throwing out random wildflower seeds. They are impossible to get rid of. They will kill all your other plants. Uh, don't do it. Don't even plant them in a pot because there's a chance that one of the seeds is going to go away and it's going to start flowers mm-hmm. and just don't plant wildflowers like that. I'm my mom getting a hibiscus tree every single year. <laughs> she keeps it inside. No. Never mind. <laughs> no. Because no. it's a hibiscus tree and it lives outside in the summer because it's warm. That's true. And they die every year. <laughs> Is that all we have, or does Gabby have one more thing? I have one more thing. Tell us. Even if you're, again, with the gardening. Gardening. Highly recommend grow anything. It's easy to get a pot. It's easy to get soil. It's easy to get some water. Dollar Tree. Dollar Dollar Tree tree seeds. Dude, Dollar Tree seeds work. I get all my seeds from the Dollar Tree. (laughs) And then you can seed your own plants. And, like, I have basil seeds from my plant that I can plant this year. Top seven easiest things you can grow in your apartment. Basil, chives, <laughs> mint. Great for getting rid of spiders. Mint Very is good. Mm. Yes. Oregano, parsley, rosemary, and thyme. The thyme. Top seven. Th- shut up. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> thyme. Thyme. Um, I yeah. tried to grow, uh, grow it. Rosemary's a bit rough. Rosemary's kind of hard to grow. It gets very tall. It, it, um, not only that, but rosemary, uh, a lot of the woodier plants are, uh, they, they attract more, um, pests. 
That's why you had the mint. Yeah. Huh. You grow it side by side. And then if you grow lavender, lavender's poisonous to a lot of things that will eat it. Hummingbirds like basil. Hummingbird feeders! Hummingbirds. Oh my gosh, my grandma has a hummingbird feeders. They're so nice. I only discovered that because my mom let our basil bloom a bit too much. And our neighbors had two hummingbirds that live in their tree. And they would just come over and snack on our basil. Do you not let your basil seed? Um, well, it's a bigger plant already. Um, so we'd... (laughs) All the hand motions? Yeah. (laughs) I've seen your basil plant. She lets like a couple of them like go, but she usually cuts most of it off because we don't use a whole lot of it to begin with, so we don't really need it to. Mm-hmm. Gabby, so I grew a lot of basil and sage. Sage and basil were the only ones who actually lived. Um, to be fair, I was using seeds that were over a year old. It was a miracle they sprouted in the first place. Yeah. So, and I grew a really big basil plant and everything like that. And I let it seed. We split up the seeds and everything. If you want basil seeds, I have basil seeds. I love basil seeds. Um, I will show you my bag of basil seeds. <laughs> um, but Gabby and I spent like the entire day picking off the seeds individually. We, we de-seeded the plant. I didn't, uh, none of the sage seeded. I didn't, I don't know how to seed sage. Seeding beige, basil. Wow. Seeding basil is easy. You let it go until it literally turns brown, and you pick off the little bulbs, and those are your seeds. And they're tiny little purple seeds. Germinate seeds, because you just, like, get a wet paper towel, put the seeds on, cover it, put it in a plastic bag, dark spot. That's why you can grow avocado trees. You know how all those millennials are growing (laughs) avocado trees, and now they actually have a little tree, and they don't know what to do with it? That is funny. We have an avocado tree. (laughs) You, You guys probably know what to do with it, though. We literally got it from our neighbor, the hummingbird neighbor. Oh, that's really I love funny. Your hummingbird Is neighbor. the hummingbird neighbor the gay neighbor? No. Damn oh. That would have been great. Absolutely. There's another no. gay person in his neighborhood. <laughs> yes, there is. We have, yeah, we have gay neighbors. Oh, wow. That's great. I just thought your neighborhood was just really straight. straight. <laughs> well, um, our cul-de-sac is the gay neighbors. They're the street over. They're like, yes. Um... I think that's all the time that we have for today, though. Like, I'm so sorry. No, <laughs> what? Are you over? What? No. You're like, let's end it here. We no. have like, a time limit. More things. We technically don't have a time limit. This is an imposed time limit that we, time. yeah. Um, it's been a pleasure. I love talking about the environment. We're probably going to continue this conversation afterwards. Oh, I love um, talking about gardening and shit, uh, <laughs> and everything like that. So it's been a pleasure and, um, our next episode is actually going to end up going, it'll be the week after Christmas. It'll go live. We are doing it uh, every other Thursday when an episode will go live. Mm-hmm. Um, everything like that. For some reason, I had it set up at 1.30 a.m. last time, and it, <laughs> it was a mess. I'm still learning how to do things. We are on iHeartRadio now. We got approved to be on iHeartRadio. So Yay. they're if the only ones who gotten back to me. If it's after Christmas, maybe that's... The time to bring in how much we hate her parents. Oh my god, no. Nothing yes. Happy holidays. I hate my dad. I hope my dad dies. No. Okay. Nothing brings in the new year than talking about how much we've hated living with our families for Absolutely. the past six months. Oh, yes, but. I, I will agree with you there. My parents aren't so bad, though. No, you're the one with the least parent trauma out of all of us. Yes. I'm yeah. so I'm happy, happy for you. you. Hey, thank you. <laughs> okay. Do, do I get a medal of some yes. kind, a trophy? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Uh, you get like a star, <laughs> a wow. lopsided star. Thank you. Um, so it's been a pleasure and Should I have an episode where we just psychoanalyze all of our trauma. Oh yes. Please. Just I oh, cannot sure we wait. Can, do can you wear your ther- therapist shirt? Which one? 
Which one, Autumn? Your choice. He has two of them. I, I know. Have, I have a lot of therapists. You have you have two therapists for no reason. I want the neon one. <laughs> the one I wore to your guard party. Yeah. You have a neon. He has a it's neon. Not therapist. It's, it's not really neon. It it's not like a bright salmon. It's yeah. It's a, you what? have a therapist shirt. Well, not he looks like a therapist when he wears it. I bet you the therapy episode is going to be your most popular one. I hope oh, so. Yeah. I think we should do individual episodes where we all just talk oh, about our own. Yeah, so we talk about oh, Gabby yeah. for one whole episode. We talk about Xander for one whole episode. Oh my god, I love that. We should do that and talk about Aww. just who we are and Can't get to know us and our trauma. Get to know us. Get to know us and our trauma, part one. Oh, the brain trauma. The brain trauma. And the professor memories. Okay. It's Anyways, okay. We'll we will we'll talk about this uh, off camera. Yes. That way we're not discussing off it. Off camera. Okay. Yep. We're done. Okay. We're done. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. Wonderful. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.